So first and foremost, what do you really want from an internship? Uh, do you want to specialize in a specific uh, design discipline? It could be UX design, it could be prototyping, it could be UX writing. So what's that one thing that you want to do? I think figuring that out is the most important thing before you uh, like start uh, getting into an internship uh program and then you also want to learn how to work in a company and build a professional uh, experience because a lot of the time I've seen designers they are very very skilled they are very creative they're very good with what they do but they are not very well uh, seasoned in terms of how to work in a company with a team a company would work in a slightly different way uh, compared to how you would work as a freelancer because a company has a clear process it has people who are dependent on your work and there's also uh, a deadline there's also uh, you know getting along with others how to get work from others how to give work to others and uh, so that's that's also one thing a lot of people want to learn when they are starting off because design itself is a very collaborative process you know you have so many stakeholders who are part of this uh, design process so how would you as an intern uh, balance all that i think that's that's a super important thing that you learn at an internship and also learning soft skills like design communication or research methodologies these are not direct deliverables as in design but knowing how to communicate a design is i think one of the major underrated skills a lot of people don't like no uh, you've done a good design you've, the design looks good but how are you going to present it to your stakeholders how are you going to tell a story around it this is something a lot of people don't learn by themselves so an internship could really help them to understand how how it's done again remember they won't teach you what is design in an internship. They're not going to go into the basics like color and typography and layout and grid because that's something that is easy to access over the internet. And also when they hire you for an internship, they, they assume that you would know these things uh, so that you've decided to pursue it further. So don't expect to have those uh, ABCs of design classes. They, they, they don't do it in any of the uh, companies. They're directly going to jump into right into the work and delivery. So you also need to be prepared for that. So how are you going to approach this? How are you going to go uh, and, 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 and submit your internship? application to a company so first of all you need to have a portfolio a lot of people are immediately blown away when i tell them that they need to have a portfolio uh, but this is the good news you don't really need to have an actual portfolio portfolio because what we are trying to understand or what we're expecting from your uh, portfolio is is how 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 you uh, present your work so basically what we're looking at is uh, like you know how would you approach a problem how would you solve a problem what's going to be the outcome we're trying to see how you took problem A and found out a solution to that problem. So I think that is what we're going for. A lot of the times I tell a lot of my interns that it does not really have to be a real project. Uh, what you could do is you could just whip up a, a fake, a fictitious, not a fake, a fictitious uh, company, a fictitious product, and then build a case study around it. You could present uh, uh, you know, hypothetical problems and find hypothetical solutions and then create mockups and wireframes so so that all the entire process is visible. So that is something that I recommend. Even if you don't have a real, real job, I think that's really going to be a deal breaker for me personally, because I would like to know if you are capable rather than if you've done it. I think being capable is already a big step. So that's what's most valuable. So make sure that you have a good 
portfolio. Now you need to show that you're skilled. Again, uh, it's it's kind kind of overlaps. Now you also need to uh, have a spark to make a fire. So you know, like I said earlier, they won't teach you the ba- the basics of design is because they expect you to have ignited the fire. And now what we're gonna do is we're just gonna make sure that it burns well, right? So. You need to tell us uh, what you're good at. Are you good at UI? Then show us your mockups. You're good at uh, UX research? Then show us the outcomes. You know, so we're gonna uh, expect that uh, to see in, in your presentation or your uh, CV or, or, or portfolio is is that you, the skills that you have. You don't need to have that like one out of ten meter. You don't need to say, oh, my UX research uh, skill is two out of ten. You don't need to do that. You just need to have an evidence that backs up that claim, okay? Uh, and then also uh, you can use your portfolio uh, because, you know, a, a designer needs to have a colorful, at least, you know, a, a well-designed portfolio. So you can also throw in a lot of those details into the portfolio itself so that it tells a coherent story. Now, trust me, now here's a here's a, here's a sidebar that your portfolio itself is going to be an evidence of how well you design. So make sure that it looks good, it functions well, and all the information is presented correctly and legibly. So even before I have uh, checked out any of your work portfolios, I'm going to make a judgment based on the portfolio that you send me. So make sure that it looks good. Now, here's the big one. Where do you want to intern? Like, you know, it's very important to have that intern company fit uh, because you need to fit into the uh, the company that you're going for because you don't want to spend six months in uh, in a company and you don't learn anything or, or it completely skews your uh, career path. So you want to make sure that you understand what you're going for. So before you make that call, you need to uh, do a bit of research about the company that you're applying for, whether it's a product company. Our product companies will have a very narrow breadth, uh, so you'll gain experience in a specific uh, set of skills, uh, which is very good for specialization. Like say, for example, if you want to go for a fintech company internship, so it's going to make you very good designing fintech apps, but it doesn't give you any healthcare experience, right? So that's going to be a, a, a limitation if you're going for a product company. Uh, but culture-wise, I don't see a major difference between a product company and a service company, but what you learn or your specialization is, is greatly going to be influenced by the company that you sign up for. Uh, or if you want to do a service company, uh, it's going to be slightly different because it's, it's going to give you a lot of experience on a host of different products because service companies have all kinds of projects like the company that I work in works in healthcare also does it at tech we also have fintech and we also have other um, ml and ai so you know the, the breadth is pretty wide so it's uh it's your call if you think that's something that excites you then you should also try to uh, do that and also service companies will give you a lot of experience with communication and management self-management team management all that stuff because what you're also learning is how are you going to work with a team uh, how are you going to perform uh, your daily job based on somebody else's work so i think that's that's that, that's going to happen every day at work you know your work is dependent on somebody else's and your somebody else's work is dependent on your work so there needs to have be this good synergy between the team members and again all of this is up to you to decide because there's no hard and fast rule that a product company is good or a service company is good they both have their own pros and cons and it's up to you to make the decision who do you think is a better fit for you now here are a couple of things that you need to make sure when you are applying for internship some of these employers would say free internship now this is something that I don't really like because a lot of companies kind of masquerade uh, cheap labor as 
internship. So what they're doing is they're hiring you as interns, but then they're making you like work like employees. Now what that does is they get a lot of this work for free. Make sure that you're not applying somewhere that that says you know they want interns, but in reality they don't really looking for interns. They just want to reduce the costs of paying the employees. You are there to learn, you know, like make sure that you go in with a mindset that you're here to learn. We're not there to solve their problems and they need to hire their staff, their employees or wait until you graduate from internship and become a full time employee. So they need to make that uh, decision from their part and need to understand what what their intentions are. A good way to do that is to ask them a couple of follow up questions during the the interview phase, like uh, like how many people work in here and what's the general process of working, how are the projects delivered and all that stuff That, that should that should give you a clear idea of, of what kind of company they are but always make sure that never ever work for free you know free internship is really really counterintuitive it's not helping you just helping them so you make sure that you're 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 aware of that and don't expect a huge income you know you won't be able to buy a new macbook pro the second month you become an intern because the the payment that you're getting even at paid internship is a reward uh, it's it's not a, a a salary you know you know you're not getting uh, a salary you actually they're appreciating the time that you've invested to learn and and as 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 a gesture they're providing you with a reward for learning so take it as that don't expect huge incomes it's just going to be enough for you to maybe you know have your pocket money or just go out watch a movie have some drinks that's going to be okay but it's not going to be a lot that you can save and then build you know get a car or a job or a house or something like that so just just putting it out there so that you you're aware of it finally what I'm going to tell you is you really need to find the right company intern fit. You know, you make sure your goals and your preferences are aligned so that you are in the right place doing the right thing and use it as a booster. Don't use it as a stepping stone because you need to come prepared for an internship. Then it's going to elevate your skills to a certain levels. So let's say, for example, if you're a two, an internship can help you become a seven, but don't expect to come as zero and then expect 10. It's not going to happen. So that's something that I I tell a lot of people who are aspiring to be interns. And I hope this video has been helpful to you. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next one.